0: Hello, and welcome again to The Zip Code Plays, a collection of original audio plays brought to you by Anteus Theatre Company. I'm your host, ensemble member Ramon Diocampo, and in each episode, a writer from the Anteus Playwrights Lab explores one of the many vibrant and diverse neighborhoods in our great city, Los Angeles. We want to take a moment to acknowledge that this piece was written, performed, and takes place on the traditional land of the Gabriolino Tongva peoples. Now, let's get to the story. Based on a true and little-known piece of LA's complex history, playwright Alex Goldberg transports us to 1939 in 90272, Pacific Palisades. Annexing the Palisades.
1: Anyone here? Good morning. Hello?
2: Oh, good morning. You must be
1: Mr. Kurtz. Yes, sir. Norman Stevens. Any trouble finding the house? The the directions were impeccable. I parked on Sullivan and found the staircase. Now, that's a lot of steps. 300? 322. (laughs) You get used to it.
2: Privacy is paramount, but the view is wonderful.
1: I didn't know one could live in such
2: seclusion in Los Angeles. It's a hidden treasure. The property was purchased from the great Will
1: Rogers in 1933, 50 acres. I saw him in state fair at the Egyptian some time ago, a fine entertainer and a good man. I heard he was- Yes, he's a great
2: man. So this is the grand foyer, which needs to make a grand statement. That staircase, when complete, should add some panache. Naturally, this is where you come in. Of course.
1: Slight curve along the wall. Uh, How long is that staircase? 25 feet? 27. The curve presents some difficulty for a balustrade of that length, but that won't affect the quality of the carving. I assume since you asked for me specifically, there will be detail work? Absolutely. Is there a service entrance or a driveway? Not yet. Most of the property is under construction and will be for some time. Hmm. For
2: the foreseeable future, all enter and exit from the stairs.
1: And That might pose some problems. A piece of wood that size, be it ash or maple... Or oak. Especially oak. Cumbersome, down those 300... Uh... 322
2: steps. And we will have our crew move any piece of wood or equipment you request. You need
1: not lift a finger. That will take some time. And some money. Yeah, you will have both at your disposal. And the design... I'll leave that to the
2: lady of the house. She is particular. Of course. She'll be along
1: presently. Yes, yes. Well, that's a very nice radio. Is it, um...
3: It's really not that difficult. Bougainville is along the north side of the fence and the cream chaparral on the south wall. Muchas gracias, Andreas. Oh! Norman! Where were you ten minutes ago? I told you we needed to thrash it out. Where to place the Max and Powell in grand stained glass in the ballroom.
2: I mentioned I had a meeting with... um...
3: Oh, good morning.
2: Ma'am? This is Mr... No,
3: don't tell me. You're with the city about the lower lateral plumbing line.
2: No, he is... Don't.
3: The stalls for the barn. No? Tennis court paving. You're the additional electrician for the power station. Shelving for the libraries? Don't tell me. You brought the tapestries for the master suite. The corrugated steel panels for the shelter? No?
1: I'm the woodcarver for your, uh... Of
3: course. The balustrade on this staircase. Joseph Kurtz. Yes, ma'am. Welcome to Murphy Ranch. I am very impressed with your work. I was at a soiree at the Fredericks' house on Chaelin Road. Your balustrade was par excellence. The way you weaved the sirens so fluidly down the banister. Art!
1: Thank you. I'm very pleased you noticed.
3: Agnes Fredericks was reluctant to give me your name and telephone number for some reason, but I beat it out of her. (laughs) We only want superlative design for the entire property. Norman, did you show him the gate?
2: I haven't given him the full tour. The
3: gate? Norman, it's the signature piece. Designed by... Oh, his name escapes me. He's the most sought-after Negro architect in the city.
2: Paul Paul R. Williams. Williams.
3: Naturally, he wasn't my first choice. Frank started on blueprints, but he was taken from us by something a bit more meaningful, I guess. A library or some wild frivolity Italian, yes, Frank Lloyd Wright, of course. Of course, while we were disappointed to get the boot from Frank, Mr. Williams came highly recommended to us. I spoke to him on the telephone and he sent his designs over. We loved them so much, we were positively entranced by his idea. By the time we found out he was a Negro, construction had already begun. He was so well spoken on the telephone.
2: The balustrade. <laughs>
3: bumping gums. I'm sure it's unbearable to an artist like you, Mr. Kurtz.
1: I wouldn't call myself an artist, ma'am. More like a craftsman. Just a trade I picked up from my father. Now, I'm eager to hear what you would like for this grand entrance room.
3: And I am eager to tell you I make drawings, sketches, very crudely done. I wasn't the artistic type as a child, but I know what my mind sees. Norman, where are my sketches?
2: I haven't the foggiest. (laughs)
3: You're such a wet sock, Norman. I left them on the drafting table in the office. I'll get them. No, I shall get them. It will allow me to check on the new plumber. He's a typical Greek, so, well, you know. Take Mr. Kurtz out onto the portico. Show him the property and tell him about the master plan. Perhaps it will provide fodder for inspiration.
2: Please forgive the lady of the house
1: for her rudeness. (laughs) It can't be easy working for her. (laughs) Try being married to her. You mean... Oh, forgive me, sir. I, uh, oh, no. <laughs> I... I meant no offense. None taken. You know, she
2: can be a lot to handle, but I wouldn't have it any other way. We met at a society ball in Chicago. I was dizzy with her energy and vision, and that bond has only grown in
1: subsequent years. But she's right. Please. That is an incredible view. Mm-hmm.
2: Mr. Rogers was sitting on a little piece of paradise here. We were happy to get it at a decent price. We paid a pretty penny, but it was undervalued.
1: You have quite a bit of work going on
2: here. Those two buildings under construction will contain bedrooms, 40 in all. One will house a library with room for over 100,000 works. The other will predominantly be for servants' quarters. Is that a stable? uh mm-hmm. room for six horses, a cow. Chicken coop between the stable and the vegetable garden. Next to that is a four-car garage, big enough for two Packards, of Cadillac and a Ford. Quite a lot for a Los Angeles ranch home. Well,
1: admittedly, we are unusual people, and these are unusual times. Nothing unusual about a swimming pool in Los Angeles, although that one must be the largest I've seen in a private residence. We have two pools under construction, but
2: both will be indoors. What you're looking at, when finished, will be a 25,000-gallon water tank and reservoir. That structure next to it on the left is a power station with fuel storage.
1: Impressive. With that power... The
2: plan is for complete and total self-sufficiency. I'll give you a full tour later if you like. I'd very much like that. Wonderful. But let us return inside. Keeping Winona waiting is never in anyone's
1: best interest. This grand entrance room will certainly make a bold statement to your guests. Once the balustrade
2: is installed... And of course, once we put in furniture, right now,
1: it's just the radio. Best spot
2: for clear reception.
1: I noticed that when I came in. Fantastic
2: unit. Zenith? Indeed. The 835 from 1935. Cost me a pretty penny. Almost $90. I
1: imagine you can listen into stations from all over the country?
2: Certain times of day and night, I can get Europe. Well, for a few minutes here and there. Europe? That's incredible. It's fortuitous. I'm an opera fanatic, and it's hard to get truly good opera
1: channel in this country. Opera! My first love. Puccini, Verdi, the Italians are the best. (laughs) Well, I respectfully disagree. They are wonderful, but cannot compete with Handel, Strauss, or Mendelssohn. Oh, so you're a fan of the Germans. I'm not saying that German opera is better than... uh... I won't judge you for your taste in music. European culture existed long before recent conflicts. My father was also an opera aficionado. He was from Germany, just outside of Hamburg. He was an immigrant? Me too. Brought us over when I was ten. I can still remember the smell of a crisp autumn morning. Alas, Los Angeles smells nothing like (laughs) (laughs) Rolstadt.
3: What some amusing, gentlemen?
1: We were discussing opera.
3: I fail to see any humor in opera, but that's what keeps you boys out of trouble, so be it. Now, Mr. Kurtz. I'd love to show you my sketches. We want to make a statement. A balustrade as powerful as this ranch, as its owners. Winona? As you can see, I have an affinity for spirit animals. The eagle, the lion. Strength and power. Do you believe in the supernatural?
1: I... well... There are things that cannot be explained by scientific.
3: Precisely, I have a spiritual guide who tells me that I channel such creatures because I myself have an indomitable spirit. Perhaps in a past life I was an eagle or lion or some other superior being. Oh, maybe I was a panther.
2: Winona, you'll never get. Norman,
3: please. Mr. Kurtz and I are having a meeting of the minds. My spiritual advisor has been guiding the process of construction of this property to make it most welcoming to the positive spirits that will be joining us during these trying times. Winona. What is it, Norman?
2: Mr. Kurtz is an immigrant. Oh. From Germany.
3: Oh. Well, that makes sense. My spiritual advisors said you would present yourself. Do you know Herr Schmidt? He is also an immigrant from Germany.
1: I've never encountered a Herr Schmidt. I've been in this country for over 20 years.
3: Oh, Herr Schmidt is a recent arrival. His grasp of the spirit world is tremendous. He's helping us prepare.
1: For what? War. Surely you know what's going on in Germany, in Europe. Of course. But that's across the ocean, and Roosevelt said we will not take part in any sort oh, of... Oh, come
2: on. The man on the White House will get us involved for sure. And then, like every other nation in war, we will descend to chaos.
3: And we need to be ready.
2: It will be worse than the Red Lines, worse than all the poverty. People will have reached a breaking point. So, you believe Hitler will invade America? We believe that during the war, this country will fall apart and anarchy will
1: take over. Our country has survived wars before, even wars on our own soil. Not
3: a race war, Mr. Kurtz, because this is not just a war between nations. It's the ultimate war, pitting neighbor against neighbor. You can already see it in Europe. It transcends national boundaries. You think our country is exempt from that kind of thinking?
2: Eventually the ship will right itself, but until it does, we want our friends and loved ones to be self-sufficient here. Grow our own food, generate our own power, seal ourselves off from the outside until it's over.
3: And then, when it is over, and the Third Reich has proven victorious, we will welcome the Fuhrer with open arms.
1: I don't think I follow.
3: This
2: isn't just a home, Mr. Kurtz. This will briefly be our nation. Independent and isolated until we can finally be liberated and rejoin the fatherland. And this area is so lovely. The weather is simply
3: divine.
2: That the Fuhrer will perhaps want to stay with us during the long, cold German winters.
3: The ocean
2: breeze. Maybe this is a winter
1: getaway for the Reichstag. Glorious sunsets. I don't think that... You really think there will be an attack on American soil?
3: Why not, Herr Kurtz? Your Germanic people are hearty and getting stronger. Surely you know this. They should have an easy course through Europe. Then the United States will enter the war and chaos will ensue. Anarchy. Blacks, browns, and yellows will fight each other. And when the fires finally die out, we'll be here, waiting, peaceful, ready for the new order. And there are many who agree with us. We know what is best for the world and who will be triumphant. Well, lest we gab on, before Europe falls, we need a proper balustrade. And you are the best wood carver in Southern California, so let's dive in. Herr Schmidt has advised that power and elegance are the best traits in the Grand Foyer, and I believe him. So an eagle and lion shall be the spirit animals, and the theme is...
1: Forgive the interruption, Mrs. Stevens.
3: You may call me Frau Stevens, if that's more comfortable for you.
1: All right, then. Frau Stevens, I don't want to waste any more of your time. I will not be able to take this job. What do you mean? This job is much bigger Than I anticipated. Those stairs will be difficult to navigate with a large piece of wood. We will have workers at your disposal. I won't be able to give it my full attention. I have other projects that need completion, and... uh...
3: We can accommodate your schedule, Herr Kurtz. We have weeks or months for you to work. No need to...
1: Winona, he's able.
2: He's not willing.
3: I don't understand.
2: He doesn't like our cause.
3: But Herr Kurtz... A strong fatherland must be of importance to one with your heritage. Am I right in that assumption?
1: I am German, but I came to this country to get away.
3: Why? Were you a criminal
1: in Germany? That's not important or relevant. I bid you both farewell and... He's a Jew. What? I knew something didn't smell right. You're an elder of
2: Zion, no?
3: I don't believe it. But you don't behave like
1: a Jew. How do Jews behave? Are you a Hebrew, Herr Kurtz? Simple yes or no will suffice. My family came before the Great War. We entered through Boston and settled in Los Angeles, which is a very welcoming city to all types of people. I
3: can't believe it. You're a superlative woodcarver. I've
1: seen your work. Thank you for the compliment. Good luck with your project.
3: Nonsense. You can still work on our balustrade, I insist.
2: What if I paid you double your normal rate, Mr. Kurtz? That's an offer very few can refuse, especially a Jew.
3: I do so love your work.
2: Every talented man is entitled to a pretty penny, even a Jewish woodcarver. We need you. How about this, five times your normal rate plus $50 for each swastika you carve into the balustrade. Oh,
3: Herr yes, Schmidt is going to love that.
2: You can't be serious. It's just business, Mr. Kurtz. At the end of the day, you will be much wealthier than when you woke up this morning.
1: I mean, you can't be serious about this, about all of this. Creating a haven for Nazis is not only very immoral, but extremely implausible. This country, my adopted home, my home, was built on the belief of freedom for all. Everyone, regardless of what they look like, has the opportunity to succeed. Look at me. I am the son of an immigrant. I struggled to learn English, to master a trade, but I was able to make a name for myself. Last week, I designed bedroom doors for Mae West. Anyone can make it here.
3: That's a very naive view of our country, Herr Kurtz.
2: She's right. This is a deeply divided nation. I believe in the strength of the
1: American spirit.
3: So do we. But some spirits are stronger than others. Those lesser creatures want what we have and will do whatever it takes to grab what does not belong to them.
1: That way of thinking is old and dying.
2: There are many of us, not just in Los Angeles, but across the country. Many who are waiting, like us, for the precise moment to reclaim what is rightfully ours.
3: You've seen them. The silver shirts with the blue neckties. They are part of the cause.
2: And at certain times of the day and night, when the sky is just right, we warm up the zenith and listen to German radio. Everyone does it. Not true. You are naive, Herr Kurtz. We are everywhere. Yeah, shoot.
3: Great presentation, Norman.
2: Be patient. It takes a sec. How? The RRG. We receive it usually twice a day, sometimes only for seconds, but at times for almost an hour. It's a glory to hear, and it can be heard across all 48 states. Turn it off.
3: Hi, is your German rusty? Vermisst du deine Muttersprache?
2: Enough! Ich vermute, du dachtest, du es nie wieder hören. Genug. Aufhören! Perhaps you would like to hear some German opera instead. Good day to you, Mr. and Mrs. Stevens. You look down on us. I can see it. You have no respect. Your kind sits there controlling the money, the newspapers, everything. We're tired of it all. I'll see myself out. (laughs) You think you're so superior. You call yourself the Chosen Ones, right? Well, I didn't choose you. I choose what's right for America.
3: Relax, Norman. I don't think Herr Schmidt would approve. You don't want to create negative energy during construction.
2: So may I go? Of course. It's a free country. You Jews sure are paranoid.
3: Not until you answer one question. Is there anyone you can refer for the job? We still need a balustrade.
1: I will refer no one. No one will see this plan of yours as anything more than a folly. The Germans will not take over Europe, America will not fall, and Hitler will not be wintering in the Palisades. You two are delusional.
3: I never said Hitler is coming. That one testicled vegetarian will more likely shoot himself in the head than defeat Europe. Hitler is irrelevant. I said the Führer is coming. The Thousand-Year Reich will be here. Maybe not by Hitler's hand. But there are many around the world who recognize our own superiority. And when the time is right, the Führer will present himself. And we'll be here waiting
1: I will pray for you both.
3: Oh, thank you. That's very kind. What happens to your God when there are none of you left? (sighs) Well, looks like we'll need to call another woodworker. Too bad he had talent.
2: We'll find the right man for the job. I'll make sure he's a real American. Roosevelt declares war on Japan following yesterday's brutal attack at Pearl Harbor, our boys in blue are already rooting out evil at home. Earlier today, agents from the FBI, along with our own Los Angeles Police Department, raided a compound in Rustic Canyon in the Palisades, arresting dozens of members of the fascist organization, the Silver Legion of America, along with a German immigrant only known as Herr Schmidt. These Nazi sympathizers were apparently building a...
1: an abandoned former compound for Nazi sympathizers in America, is now a commune for hippies. These counterculture dropouts have gone straight from Woodstock to the Palisades. They have updated the electrical wiring and are growing their own crops in an attempt to disconnect...
3: of Los Angeles has destroyed many of the unsafe buildings that remain as part of the Murphy Ranch in Rustic Canyon. A few of the heavily graffiti tagged structures built nearly 80 years ago by American Nazi sympathizers remain. However, this property enjoyed by hikers, bloggers, and curiosity seekers is now off limits to the general public. In Washington DC, President Obama prepares his transition back to private life.
0: You've been listening to 90272 Pacific Palisades, annexing the Palisades, Written by Alex Goldberg, directed by Anne Noble. Starring Nikki Dukas as Winona Stevens, Harry Groner as Norman Stevens, and Adrian LaTorelle as Joseph Kurtz. Jeff Gardner is our amazing audio producer. He also does our sound design and Foley. Our original music is by Ellen Mandel, and our sound editor is Adam Macias. The Zip Code Plays are sponsored in part by the Michael J. Connell Foundation. Antia's Theatre Company is an actor-driven ensemble that explores timely and timeless work grounded in our passion for the classics. We believe in the transformative power of live theatre. Bill Brocktrupp and Kitty Swink are our artistic directors. Anna Rose Halloran is our executive director. Emily Chase is director of The Lab. Dramaturgy by Ryan McCree. Nicole Samsel is our hard-working operations manager. Additional production support by Jade Mujayas. For additional information about the Zip Code Plays or to support Antius, please visit our website at zipcodeplays.info. If you enjoy this production, leave us a rating or review. It really helps new listeners find us. Next up on the Zip Code Plays, we travel a short physical distance but make a big stylistic jump as we leave the Palisades and land in a very satirical 90403, Santa Monica. Sorry, Mrs. Goldman, but I think this is crossing a line. I thought you were all about crossing a line. I am not helping you gentrify this space by weeding out us pluckers. Oh, and now the PC card
1: is played.
0: Oh, come Care on. to play anymore? Privileged.
2: Whoa, blackberry lies Order, order. Lives no. order.
1: order. Oh,
0: uh... I'm Ramon Diocampo. On behalf of all of us at Antius, thank you for listening.